Join Chelsea, Kurt, and Trent each and every week as we talk indigenous music and amplify indigenous voices. We're no live. technical difficulties, hopefully. <laughs> well, look at you. Sunshine, that's a good place to be. Yeah, you know, I thought, you know, if I'm going to do the podcast uh, from a distance, I might as well just go outside and, you know, enjoy this beautiful weather here we have in Edmonton today. It's mm-hmm. definitely a, a gorgeous day. It looks like there might be some clouds, but, you know, if, if it gets wild, I'll just walk in. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we do have a special guest today. David Hart coming all the way from Quebec, and I uh, definitely um, dropped the ball on this one because I did the, uh, I told him 12.30 his time, which should have been, which is 12.30 our time, so I was at the drummer's place. Uh, I think I messed up. Can you wait two hours and I'll get a hold of everybody and we'll get started? <laughs> and he was cool about it. But just before Chelsea got here, he messaged me and he was like, can we do it at three? And I'm like, well, we can, but we can only interview you for like 25 minutes because I got another interview right after. So he's like, oh, we'll do it at 2.30. So <laughs> he should be popping up here any minute. So Chelsea, what's new in your world? Um, so lately, um, I'm going by the new name Headless Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> actually, um, my health and everything is freaking amazing. I can't stop talking about it. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody's like just done with me talking about garlic clove. And luckily, I don't <laughs> smell like it, you know. <laughs> no vampires coming around Chelsea. No, <laughs> I was actually I was struggling with my weight, just trying to lose weight, just cutting everything out. And I was like. There are times where, like, it's no points. I'm just going to go get a fat burger and stuff my face. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I wasn't gaining and losing. It was just kind of, like, just stuck no matter what it was that I was doing. I was like, boo. But the garlic clove, I'm actually starting to lose weight, and I can feel it. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> but, yeah, I, um, it just feels, like, really good. A lot of things, a lot of things coming together. So, the life of a struggling artist, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, no, it's uh, myself. I I uh, went down to uh, Regina and did my first screening on the film there, uh, down in my home community. I want to give a shout out to George Gordon's First Nations for hosting us there. Um, I just, you know, I, I thought it would be important to you know, do the first screening there because it is, you know, content that has to do with uh, George Gordon First Nation. So uh, I just want to send a shout out to all the people that uh, made it a warm welcome and, you know, a a successful screening for my first uh, documentary. Um, So and then uh, right after that, we went to um, uh, Regina. But check this out. Every time I drive home, the... uh, the weather tests me. It doesn't matter whether it's winter or, you know, whether it's summer or whatever it is. So I'm driving along and our uncle calls us and says, you know what? The, it says there's a storm warning. So just be careful. And we're just laughing because, you know, this was about two hours later that we started to laugh and say, well, there was no storm. We got to the edge of, of uh, Regina and it was like, the the hardest shower that you could ever imagine um inside like if if you could imagine turning on both 
tap uh, to the highest content in the shower coming down. I couldn't even see like literally three feet in front of me. I ended up slowing down to about 30 kilometers per hour uh, for a good 45 minutes or so. And uh, yeah, so it was a really uh, interesting <laughs> interesting uh, ride, but we made it. The last time that I went there, I went through a, a sheet of ice storm. The, 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 the road was completely like an ice rink. And every time I'd go over 50, my front end from the wind coming would twist this way. So I'm like falling off the highway. So I had to do 50 kilometers um, for, for something that would have took me three hours at 100 kilometers. It took me five hours uh, to get oh, three hours. I was but I made it. So... <laughs> Um, I, yeah. I thought I was upgrading when I got this phone. It is an actual upgrade from the phone that I had, but now it's like has these little problems and glitches and trying to do like live videos or anything. It's just like really, really hard to do. I was like wondering how I was going to even do the podcast. If I had to use this phone, you wouldn't have been able to hear me. I don't think. What, uh, what phone did you get? Um, it's a Samsung. I don't know what version it is, though. Okay. I had a, an older version that actually worked a lot better. So I'm like, even the camera was a lot better on the older phone. So I'm like, what's going on here? You know? Um, and then there's like the whole issue with the laptop or whatever. I'm not, I don't know what it is. Like my brain legit will just shut down when it comes to computers and laptops and all that technical stuff. And I'm like, nope. No matter what I do, my brain's like, no, no, yeah. we're not interested. We're not doing this today. I ended <laughs> I, up uh, 20 minutes to go live yeah, uh, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, and I did a whole live uh, uh, sh um, Facebook Live for about an hour yesterday or 45 minutes talking about, you know, like the stuff I didn't talk about in the last five years. Um, there were people that were just, there's somebody that was, um, upset with me that when I did a fundraiser, I was like, when I do make the CD, um, then I can, you know, like send it to you guys or whatever. And, but with everything in between all of that, of course I was going to forget, like my life was kind of chaos, you know, like I went homeless. What was it? Three times. I went homeless three, three times before I finally found the place that I'm living now. And I love it there. So yeah, I was like, you know, lost uh, five people in total in the last, you know, uh, what was it, the last five years, but four of them in one year, you know, dealing with the trauma of my sister, dealing with the loss and the grieving and doing shows at the same time. So I was like, I'm really sorry that I forgot about a CD. You know, like, I I love you guys. Like, do you want it still? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll send it. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really tough to you know, to be in that moment, because I'm like, I do my best to always try to give back to, to my fans in every way, which way that I can. And yeah, I think, and I know it's like one person out of 74,000 plus followers, but that one person does matter. <laughs> every one of them matters, you know, but they're all my babies. What can you do? Right. <laughs> like when you're super busy no, and it's a parent and life things, happens, you know, you know? And oh, there he is again. Why don't one of you two sing a song while I work with David here? Go ahead, sing one there, Chelsea. Yeah, nobody's just, while you're grabbing your guitar, I was just gonna say I, I ended up upgrading uh, my phone as well. 
um, because I paid off the the two year contract. So um, yeah, and I was doing all the stuff, the you know, uh, adding all the stuff in, and and then actually I was quite surprised because uh, my honey Joanna showed me a, a way where you can put your phone right beside the other one and then it takes all the information over you don't have to like download anything you literally put the two phones beside each other click one button and then it just it copies all everything all your contacts everything onto your new phone so it's like damn that was quite easy so ace on that that part anyway see so i'm gonna invite our new guest in here kurt mr david we're all out we got him say hello to david hey Hey, David. <laughs> Give me my phone back. We figured it out. Right. <laughs> we can't hear you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Awesome. Nice to meet you, David. Face to face. We had a couple conversations, but I'm glad we worked it all out. Yeah. I just fixed my seat here for a second. Yeah. Hey, well, make yourself comfortable, man. Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. Say that again. I'm just nice to meet you there, mind. Dave. This We're is both here. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, watch ya. Buho got no buho. It's nice to meet you to all uh, the two new uh, the two guys I never met before. And it's good to see uh, Chelsea, you know, sister. Hi. Good to see all of you. And, uh, and that's yeah. how you find out with Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm very glad to be on your show and uh, to be a part of it. And, uh, I know what you guys been doing lately. I've been watching and you know following what you do, and uh, I find it very interesting in uh, having an open door for people wherever uh, any brothers and sisters in our nation. And uh, I'm very happy to be somebody from all the way from the east end and yes. to the, the west door, you know. And yeah, we're happy to have you. So why don't you start off by telling our viewers a little bit about yourself and where you come from? Well, my name is David Hart. I'm uh, Inu, and I grew up in Labrador all my life. And uh, I grew up with my grandparents. And uh, my grandfather was a traditional uh, traditional man, and he was, a, he was a hunter, trapper, fisherman. And my grandmother was a midwife. And I, I grew up in the bush most of my life. I didn't really speak English till I was about 13, 14. That's when I started the... We went back to the community because I used to live in the bush all my life, you know. Now I live in uh, Quebec City for the last uh, 10 years. It's a big, uh, it's a big jump, you know. It's a big difference, and from where I come from. But I also, I have a wife and I have a three kids, and I, I live here with in uh, Quebec City. But also, you know, in our communities, we have uh, we have our moments when we with the struggles that we had and to go through. But one of the things that really helped me in uh, in the music world is the music, my guitar. I always say to myself, it's what saved me from uh, getting me off uh, to be on the right path, on the red path, you know, to be to be doing what I'm doing uh, about music. Uh, and also, I'm uh, also a motivational speaker. I go around communities. I do a motivational talking about life, trying to encourage people. And no matter who they are, no matter what they go through in life, you know, and uh, that's what I love to do too in the communities. I'm I'm busy with doing a show, or I'll, I'm out and about doing um, ceremony somewhere with people, helping them out. And uh, I'm a very uh, kind of a traditional guy, 
but also I'm in a I'm an Irvin Inu, they call my of <laughs> <laughs> everything, you know, but uh, whatever I can help. If I can help one person in any community, uh, that's all it matters for me because uh, my, I come from a very struggled community and uh, struggled myself in trying to get back in the right path after when I lost my grandparents. That's when my life went upside down, you know, when you're with the no parents. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was a good part. He dropped out. He probably lost the internet. Hopefully, he'll be back. Just we'll, we'll wait. You can mess. Yeah, him. he'll come back. Yeah. Just tell him to re-enter. Send him a message. See, that's every time we get somebody talking about something good, something happens. Oh, there he is. Right on, right on, right on. There we go. All right. Welcome back, brother. That's, that's what happened to me. And, uh, well, our biggest struggles for me, what changed my life around? is all the suicides that we had in our community. We had a lot of suicides, you know. I lost my sister, I lost my nephew, I lost my best friends. And those kind of things really helped me out. One day, you know, I woke up. I remember uh, I, I was a heavy drinker before, you know, and I used to uh, worry about nothing. I worry about myself, you know. I was a very uh, selfish guy in my day, thinking I can take on the world thinking I can do whatever I want. And today I look at it, uh, what, I, what, I, what I did, you know, I kind of uh, forgive myself, forgive uh, whatever happened to me. I've stopped looking at poor David. I started looking at the, uh, I started turn the, turn the page and I said, you got to start looking at yourself, what you did to people, what you did to yourself. And that's what's going to change me. And that's what kind of changed my life around. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with me. I have no pain. Hey, we have pain every day, but we have struggles every day. We think, say, hey, we have to keep moving forward. Those those kind of things. But what really saved me too is what my grandfather taught me. It didn't come to me then. But as you get older, as they say, when the wise when the wise man starts connecting with you in the land and our traditionals, and that's what uh, helped me to get through with this in my life and this is where this is where i've been and this is where i've been uh keeping myself busy with my my album so i i did a new album 10 years ago 12 years ago and i just released another album uh this album is the first album was a uh, half english half inu and but this album i did was about mostly about my life what i went through and everything changing and uh trying to help myself and create uh, to live a better life, you know, and to keep moving forward. My new album is called Nigano De. Nigano De means uh, keep moving forward. And that's kind of uh, what I did. And uh, this is what I do. And uh, I'm very, to be, I'm very happy to be on your program and uh, to be a part of a, uh, well, you know, uh, you know, when you do a ceremony, when you do a sweat ceremony, there's always for me, Wherever, when I get on stage, I always say, Kwe, hey, bonjour, north, west, east, south. You know, you got uh, three rounds, and you have the four rounds, and uh, there's always the west door, the north, west, south. You know, but for me, I feel like I'm going to, uh, it's the same thing what we're doing. This is kind of, uh, 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 it's like you're entered in the west door, and the door is open for you, and you're welcome like yourself and 
this is how I see it in my own, in my, my belief, in my own way, because I listen to people in the West and I listen to the people in the East. They have the same stories and uh, that's what's good about it. And, and, I, and, I, and I create music out of it, you know, and I, I follow people, what, I, what they do, but there's also in their times, when, like all of us as an artist, there's something that really clicks and hits us and makes us to, to create music with it. And that's the, that's the fun part. And uh, it's, it's almost like a, the traditional way. My grandfather was a canoe builder. He built, you know, snowshoes, whatever. And that's kind of, a, I find music guitar. You know, you're sitting there and you're creating something in your imagination. And, uh, and it's not imagination. It's something that comes to us and, uh, and we make music out of it. And that's the way I... I I take it, and uh, I'm gift uh, like uh, we're all gifted, right? And mm. my number one world, well, the word I use for people, like uh, my grandfather always said to me, "No matter what you do, no matter what it is, uh, uh, nobody's higher than anybody. We're all equal. We're all in this to do it together." And uh, I always, I always remember that, and uh, I always try to connect with that, you know. But anyway, um. This is me, and then this. <laughs> I try to take the long. I love him so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Can I? Uh, can I ask you? Um, you know, growing up, um, you know, in in the bush, as you say, um, how when was it that you first uh, got your hands on a guitar, and and who was your influences um, growing up? You know, was it family members that, that, uh, sat around and played guitar and, and, and how was that process? Uh, growing up, uh, my grandfather was a traditional drummer. Uh, he used to play a, a hunting drum. I'll show you something. Okay. This drum is about uh, 80 years old. I'm going to show you. And this is my, it's called a hunting drum. It's a ceremony drum. And uh, and um, and it's it's a it's a cere it's a ceremony drum. And uh, and that's what I'm just going to show you, because eh? this drum really means a lot to me. Nah, uh, I know we're. Take my hat off for this, you know. So this drum is about eighty. And, uh, and it's a very uh, sacred drum. My grandfather used for uh, hunting, all the hunting drum. And, uh, it's a very, it's a caribou skin. Even the, it's a caribou bone for that, for the, for this. And in, in our nation, in the East, this drum, it's very uh, sacred. And uh, it's a very well taken care of. I know uh, every nation, our brothers and sisters, uh, Northwest, East, South, we all have a different kind of a way of handling and everything, but respect. And this is how they communicate. This is how he communicated with his brother. This is how he communicated uh, the other communities. And uh, this is what we, we use, you know. And I uh, just want to play. I don't want to play around with it. I never play around with this drum or... I don't use as much in uh, shows. I use my hand drum a lot, but this drum, you know, I just want the, the real story where I come from, you know? Yeah, 
Drama talking to me, yeah, at the same time. And he wants me to just give him a, a little more. Uh, I'm going to do something just to play a little bit because it's very, uh, it's, it's talking to me right now. So I'm just going to uh, keep playing it for you. But I'll do a short, short song for you, you know, and when I do my own work, my own work. Grandfathers for that, eh? yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, how that happened, but something we're talking about something, and well, we, normally I don't plan anything what I'm gonna do. That just happened, you know. And my, mm -hmm. like, you asked me about where I come from, how what influenced me. My grandfather influenced me a lot singing, but then I said to myself, and I had a guitar. I didn't really have a guitar growing up. My friends had guitar, but we usually have one guitar out of uh, somebody would use it for two days. Somebody else have it to about two. We share a guitar amongst us. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and That's amazing. Because we didn't have much growing up, you know. We didn't, uh, like, like today, we don't, we didn't, like, you, you, you say no to somebody. It's like, a, you, you, you know, you're hurting them, whatever. But in them days, you, you don't have much. You only can feed you know, whatever that person uh, they they kill the big, you know, the caribou that was meant for the community, not for just one family, you know. And that's how we worked in our instruments. Yeah, uh, that started out, and uh, I was big influenced by a lot of artists, a lot of uh, cover songs growing up. But there was also local artists that passed on that I really interested uh, their music, and you know, and um, as I got older, then I earnest, you know, <laughs> the king up north. So I was influenced with him. As I met Ernest when I was 17, they brought him to Labrador. I hung around with him, chased him everywhere he went. And uh, kind of, uh, if, uh, you know, and uh, I kind of uh, looked up to all those years. And uh, Kasten, and I looked up to their music. I remember when Kasten used to come on because we're Inu, right? They speak the same language. And when they would play, I would uh, listen to the TV, grab my guitar and start singing. And uh, I'm a big fan of uh, John Fogarty. Uh, and a lot of uh, cover songs like uh, country music. Uh, I'm a folk folk guy in the, when it comes to music. And uh, that's what influenced me a lot. And, uh, you know, we have the... We have Buffy St. Marie. I'm a big fan of her, of her music. You know, the older, the, the 
the older generation where we are growing up watching the and the legends that's what keeps me going you know i'm because being proud and seeing that you didn't see much natives in the air and these were the people that i was so happy when i just see a, a native person on a tv or something because you remember that remember those days eh? uh, we only had one channel and uh, we <laughs> couldn't even change our channel but when it comes on CBC, that one person that you're, we never forget. Those, that's the kind of style where I, you know, I didn't yeah. come like today. We're, we're spoiled today. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you sing us a song off your new album, David? Okay, hold on now. I'll sing a song. It's called Ushkitkawap Madan. It's a love song, I guess. It's a song that I wrote. For my wife, at the time when I uh, met her, you know, I, so I said to myself, I'm going to sing. It's called, the first time I, I saw you, I didn't know I was going to marry you. No?
<laughs> That's awesome. It's a beautiful song. I, I noticed that our Cree is a lot is is similar, um, but the dialect is a little different. Wapintan, is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah, Wapintan, yeah. We say Wapintan. Wapintan, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, I saw you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wapintan. Yeah. That was really beautiful. Yes. You said you had an album out. Did you, it's, you've released it already? Yeah, I released it already. Uh, I waited until August to get it back on the, on the iTunes. So it should be there. So if anybody wants your uh, CD, I have them here. And I, uh, and I go from there. And I also have it on my uh, Facebook. I use my Facebook a lot. Fan page. I don't use a fan page a lot. I just use Facebook a lot to communicate with people anywhere that they're looking for service or work so that's what i use awesome you have any shows coming up this summer? yes i have quite a few uh, like uh, I'm, all, I'm doing two things at the same time like uh, uh right now i'm going to go to the one of the communities in Quebec north shore i do workshops and i do okay. do show and doing shows here in quebec city there's a big festival that's happening here. I'm doing one on the 20, and I have another community to go to on the 21st. So basically, I do about three or four shows a month with, with the next coming month. And you know how it is, right? In RS, last minute shows. <laughs> right, I thought that was just <laughs> One week, I need you there, or you know, they need you yesterday before they call you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the good thing about it. I, I like it when our brothers and sisters, when they organize something, they, when they want you there, they'll take you there, and that's one thing I notice. And uh, so I'm kind of going to be busy with that this this year, this summer. And but at the same time, you know, uh, I like going to these communities because. You, you get a chance to see the land. You get a chance to see. That's what I like about when I go to the north, uh, north of uh, northern Quebec. You know, like uh, James Bay. You know, and people are very friendly people over there, and uh, and, good, and a lot of good uh, good experience when I go there. You know, and uh, they take me out fishing, or they take me out in the land or boating. And you know, it's and I'm always surrounded with people and like uh, the elders. I love elders. I'm known for that and. That's what makes me happy, brings me back in the memories, you know, that's, that's kind of things I like doing. We have a lot in common when it comes to that. Like, I absolutely love uh, Quebec and Ontario, especially because they're always, like, bringing us in to do all of those things. Like, somebody let me drive a boat once. I don't know why they <laughs> thought that was a great idea. <laughs> no. But we've, I've gotten to see the land and meet the people. I love sitting with the elders and the children. And you don't really get to do a, a lot of that in other communities. But Quebec and Ontario make sure, you know, um, when they're bringing you know, people in to entertain them and, and stuff like they have this way of making them feel, making us feel right at home. You know, it's, it, I feel like when I'm there, it feels like I've known these people forever. Like they're just family. 
they have a really great, you know, they're very, very close over there. I love the way that Waskaganish takes care of their elders, especially. They have like this whole space where um, the elders get to stay, some of them year round. So they live off of the land and they teach the youth and the children how to live off of the land and stuff. And I'm like, I wish we had that here in Alberta, <laughs> you know? Totally. That's cool. How did you guys meet? Why don't you tell us that? Because you guys obviously know each other. We've just met David, so. He sent me a video and he was he was dancing like... Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was the best. And then we, uh, we kind of started messaging or, you know, back and forth a little bit there. But the first time and the only time we actually met in person was, or wait, what, am I wrong? Did we, did we do a show together? Uh, no, I don't know. But we met on a plane. <laughs> we met on a plane and um, I think you were just leaving and we were heading into or I'm not too sure, but we crossed paths and happened to be on the same plane and quit, uh, snapped a quick photo and I was like, oh my god, you know, like can I get a picture? <laughs> yeah, it, it was during the time that Patrick Callio and I um, were up in Quebec at that time. So yeah, yeah, and uh, and we met on the way back to uh, catch another flight to Montreal because when he comes from uh, uh, James Bay. You got to take a flight to go to Montreal, and we we're on the same flight going to Montreal from uh, I think from Shibugumu, and uh, because I was coming in one of from one of the communities, I think you were just coming from Waskaganis, and I think I was coming from another community, and and we were back together, and we I think that's think that's the first time we really started talking, get to know each other, and uh, there, and uh, and that's I think that's where we met, and. Uh, well, obviously, I knew I knew your music, and we communicated it, and that's how we became friends. And I, I, I know of you, the other, you know, Curtis, and and I, I, I listened to your music, and I kind of connected that way. But I'm very glad and honored to be on this program with you guys and to to share some of my uh, my knowledge. And uh, I'm just happy to be here. I just want. One day I'll be in Alberta. You know? Yeah. Awesome. You're always welcome here. I got yeah. another question for you. Yeah. Sorry. You said you have kids, right? Yeah. Both, both Kurt and I learned from our dads, and I played in a band with my dad for man, 20 years or something. So is that something you share with your kids? Do you play music with them? Are you welcoming, welcoming them into the music community <laughs> as we speak? Or what, what well, goes on? I play a lot of music, but they're they're busy in their own world. Eh? You cannot yeah. tap out of them. You cannot uh, like you cannot say here, and uh, it's almost like uh, it's me time, you know. But they're they're listening, and but my son is a hockey player, and, oh. and my daughter she's uh, very young. She's nine. She's going to be ten this year. So, um, but she when she was younger, she always picked up the guitar. She was singing harmonica, whatever. But as she got older and uh, somewhere down the line, she stopped. So uh, hopefully she'll pick it up again. And uh, But she used to sing when she was younger. Now I try to give her a guitar and she doesn't uh, she doesn't want to take it yet. But that's my fingers. I'll just keep, uh, keep playing for them. 
make them the uh, get. That's awesome. Well, we we do have another interview here coming up soon. So why don't you sing us another one more song off your album before we wrap things up, David? I just want to say how thankful I am that we made this happen. Like that, <laughs> it's been really fun talking to you and getting to know a little bit more about where you came from. And I appreciate your time for sure. Yeah, and same here. I really love uh, how you uh, mix uh, traditional culture in with contemporary. It's really uh, great to see that we're seeing so many, um, you know, powerful people that are, are, are mixing, you know, even when it comes to education, you know, mixing the traditional with the contemporary. It's really important. And uh, I applaud you for that, man. Right on. And I just like to say that, you know, what you were sharing with us, I, I started off having this really chaotic day. And after hearing everything that you just said, it was like that message just felt that, you know, for me, you know, so thank you for sharing all of that. I mean, I, I know I'm just going to have a great day today because of you. Thanks, David. Well, I, I'm going to say to you, I'm very honored off to you and, uh, um, if I, you know, like I always wanted to be doing something with you guys, I, I watch you and then it might kind of my, it's like a dream come true, you know, another dream that exists and you, you're open or that's the main thing. That's what I love about you guys. Yeah. Chatting away and listening to other people what they're doing and they keep moving forward. So I'm going to sing a song that's very, I uh, kind of, it's a traditional song. It's called Tapuena Menunwo. And it, uh, it, this song really comes from the hunting drum. But for me, I made it into the modern world today. And uh, this is very popular in the, uh, everywhere on the East. And uh, that's what made me ma made my name come out, like to be uh, known for this song. So uh, I'm going to sing this song. <laughs> Kishnu, 
traditional food and nobody was not allowed to go outside doing that traditional meal that sacred meal you got to stay in this tent till you finish it they do the children you know and that's what the knowledge that's where that song comes from that's so thank beautiful. you so much man hey. That's awesome. So incredible. You're so inspiring, David. Thank you so much for being with us here today. So honored. <laughs> I said, so incredible for, uh, for you to be with us here today. It's such an honor. You're such an inspiration. And I said, so are you. You're very... <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, I hope we can talk to you again soon, but thank you again, once again, for your time. This is, I learned something today, too, with that last song. That was amazing. I like how you're, you're able to teach in your music as well, because that's important. So thank mm -hmm. you. Hey, thanks to uh, me, which, from the bottom of my heart, we'll talk to you again, man.
There we go. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for this episode. And um, we'll be back at you next week. We're going to be doing something new this summer. So we're going to set up a new format for the fall. So just bear with us. We're just getting her done for you, hopefully bringing you lots of great stories. Kurt, you got any parting words? Yes, I uh, just want to say a big thank you to David for, for coming on and uh, sharing his, his beautiful music and messages as well. Uh, I'll be traveling to Calgary today, so it feels a little uh, better with his um, his message and, and calming and stuff like that. So big thank you to him. And that's what music does in storytelling. It's supposed to heal, and he was a great example of that today. listening to do you hear me now amplifying indigenous voices where each and every week we bring you stories about indigenous music and indigenous artists all across turtle island